Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Reggie Bush, who, for goodness gracious, and as long as Reggie Bush walks the face of the earth, he is going to say something about players getting paid. I'm surprised he didn't say something about Jeremy Pruitt. Maybe he did. But his thoughts on, because Reggie Bush got a house and his parents were able to stay there during his time at Southern California, which at the time was a uh, NCAA violation. But his thoughts on uh, Nick Saban, he says NIL ran him away. He has no more control over five-star recruits. The playing field is level, and he can't handle that. I think that's the most asinine statement I've heard in a long, long time. It's this. It, it's a statement that comes from. It's a statement that comes from a casual, as Josh Pete would say, who hears the talking about college football but doesn't actually dive into what's happening in the sport. Reggie Bush thought he was making an intelligent comment. You ever been around somebody, Dave, who um, they, 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 to keep up with you in a conversation, they want to pretend like they know what you're talking about. And so they say something that's just, it's just so asinine and stupid because they say something that they may heard in passing on a surface level, but never dove into it. No, absolutely. That's what this was. If Reggie Bush knew a lick about college football or covered it at all right now, he would realize this is one of the stupidest things he's ever said. Because anybody who's actually followed Nick Saban the past few years knows that there's a difference between Nick Saban not liking something and Nick Saban running from something because he doesn't like it. Nick Saban has never run from something even if he didn't like it. He has adapted to change after change after change, and he adapted to the NIL change. He played for the national title in an era of the NIL and the transfer portal. That's not why he's leaving, guys. It's- he he, ro- he rope-a-dopes the change. He, he he fights it, but he takes the beating, and then he comes out and wins. And I think that he would have won NIL because money's there had he needed to, but he didn't need to because he could he could use the old John Calipari thing as tripping over nickels to get to millions. Um, but but it does make me wonder this when when you talk about a perfect coach. Is a perfect coach a great scheme guy? Is he a great recruiter? Or is he 
great at NIL. Brought to you by the Hemp House, the premier hemp dispensary online with a wide variety, great selection, and strict standards to ensure you only receive the best in CBD or Delta products. Go to Hemp House Chat with two T's, Hemp House Chat with two T's.com. So you're asking coaches to do something that's way outside of their comfort zone. You're asking them to handle money and you have X amount to spend on these guys. Oh, it makes me wonder, would you rather have someone that is fantastic at NIL management or would you rather have someone that is a great scheme coach or is a great recruiter? Where would you rank that among the most important things that a college coach can bring to the table? Well, okay. So scheme to me is always report more important than being a recruiter because I've always said that I think the, I think the school recruits itself more than the coach recruits for the school. And I've got mountains of data to prove that Dave, you, I don't think you can, I don't think you can point to an example of the opposite, honestly, where a coach recruited a school above its level of what it could recruit. I, there's no, there's no answer to, there's no evidence of that whatsoever. Um, I of think a the school, school recruiting above its level. What exactly do you mean by that? I mean, it's, it's, it's infrastructure dictates that it could only get a top 20 class, but instead they got a top five class. I've never seen that happen ever, ever. And so I, I think, and when I say infrastructure, I'm not just talking about the infrastructure of that school. I'm talking about the infrastructure of the surrounding school. So if someone's going to bring up Clemson, that Clemson has gotten top five classes. Yes. But the infrastructure has allowed it to get top five classes relative to other schools that have had their recruiting issues over the past 10, 15 years, most notably Tennessee. My evidence is that there's a there's like an Overton circle for every school of about of about five to ten spots of where you can recruit. And the coach can only get you within those ten spots. But they can't do any more than that. Do you see what I'm saying on that? Yes, I didn't know what an Overton circle was at the time, but I think I figured it out. Overton window. I, I should have said Overton window. Excuse okay. me. Gotcha. Um, so I don't like, even know what an Overton window is either. But basically, ba basically, a school has a max and a minimum that they can get in recruiting, no matter who's the head coach, and it's usually about a ten to fifteen spot range. Yeah, no Tennessee's what. is basically a 150-mile radius as the crow flies, not in a car, okay? 150-mile radius around Knoxville. That includes Carolinas. That includes Atlanta. That includes Nashville. Um, that's where they have to own. Forget about the fact that Memphis is in the state. Worry about that. Your state is that 150-mile window, which bleeds over into other states, which I, yes. I think is kind of what you're and, and what, I, well, what I mean is also the range. Tennessee at max could have a number one class. Is it safe to say Tennessee could have a number one class? Yes. At max. At minimum, they get a 15 class. It's never, it, there's no range greater than that, honestly. The, the, the range is always about 15 spots of any, of any coach. No matter, no matter the coach, the range is about 15 spots for a school. It's 10 to 15 spots. And that's why I say there's an Overton window. So I always devalue recruiting. Because I think recruiting is so much more about the school than it is the coach. And I've always felt it's more about the school than the coach, the more I've covered it and followed it. I agree with that. And now, there's something about being a grinder in recruiting. I think you would agree with that. You can't have Derek Dooley who doesn't make the trip to see Von Bell. It's Yes. Recruiting with that. Actually, I was going to get to that, funny enough. Recruiting is not about the ability to sell. It's about the work ethic, really. You just either you, – you have a base level. Like Nick Saban, he's not a good salesperson. Nick Saban cannot sell anything. He's he, But – it's because he works his butt off in recruiting. That's why he was so good for so long. 
Fulmer, I will give you, was a grinder on the recruiting trail, wasn't he? I mean, he analyzed oh, yeah. every single person that he wanted to go after. And yep. yeah, so there's a base level. So you can tell if someone has that or doesn't, to be fair. Scheme is still more important than managing NIL because I don't, I think with managing NIL, I think that's up to the coach's ability to evaluate talent more than anything. And I think that, I don't think the coach can manage NIL that much. I think this, this is actually where, this is where I would agree with Reggie Bush if he said it right. I could see him saying that Nick Saban was upset that he couldn't control the NIL uh, boosters a little more than he wanted to. Not, you know, not to corral them more money to recruit. I could see Nick Saban being upset about that. But the idea that he's opposed to NIL and opposed to being able to run a dictatorship on his own, that's stupid. And and to be fair, Bush did not say those exact words. I'm going to pull it up again. But he, what he said was, his quote was, that was so ridiculous, the ridiculous part of, he has no more control over five-star recruits. What? Like, Nick Saban, that's not why he left, was the control over five-star recruits. It's not like he, they're multimillionaires in the NFL, which I think is what he's driving at, right? Like, multimillionaires in the NFL make more than the coach. So they're going to say, stick it, I'll do what I want to, or I'll go to another team. You don't have that sort of leverage in college football. You don't. You don't at all. And the idea that, and the idea that Saban left over that is stupid. If anything... Again, if you want to say NIL, I would say he left. And I do think this, Dave. I think Saban retired. I, I believe him when he said there's no health issue, which he said last week on Reese Davis's interview. I think Nick Saban, after the transfer portal closed, realized that Alabama boosters were not going to cobble up the money necessary for NIL for him to recruit and be competitive. And I, I think that's what this comes down to, is he couldn't cobble enough money to recruit on the level that he wants to recruit, which doesn't suggest control over players that suggest i want more money to be able to pay my players more honestly and he's been begging them for that and he can't get it we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse carved it in the blood on our backs we did not see we could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So uh, Hunter asked the question, does Josh Heupel have that quality with recruiting? Recruiting is a lot more than sitting down on somebody's couch and giving them a recruiting pitch. So I, I answer the question with this, Hunter. Yes, he does. For two reasons. One, Tennessee has significant NIL. But the other is the, the culture around Tennessee's football program. 
Caleb, it's significant. You know, to people, prospects show up on campus and they feel that. And it's a big deal. And listen, players are honest with each other. Do you think players honestly went to uh, a fellow prospect, a 17-year-old, and said, Butch Jones has my best interest at heart. I love this guy. No, no. they didn't do that. No. Do they do that with Josh Heupel? There's no doubt in my mind that they do that with Josh Heupel. No, you are right about that. And as a matter of fact, there's a reason Butch Jones got two top five classes and then never got a top 10 one after that. Mm -hmm. And sounded good right. on the front, sounded good on the front end, but on the back end, players are saying, This dude's nuts. Yeah, this that's dude exactly what was nuts. happening. I mean, Which, look by at the his way, haircut. For the love of God, look at his haircut. How can he not be nuts? I didn't say that. By the I, way, Dave, I just had a mind blow moment. And I know it's a crazy mind blow, but this explains to me how many times have you covered new coaches at a school and they always make a splash with two good recruiting classes to start out? And everybody's excited about them. And I'm like, how do they always recruit so well at the start and then flame out? I'm like, oh, there's not enough players who can talk negatively about how bad they are yet. Yeah. And you, you pay the assistant coaches to tell the prospects that everything's okay. You're not going to pay these kids. These, these kids are young and they're noble for the most part. And they're going to tell the absolute truth. And most of your players out of 85 are not particularly happy. Um, so you've got to try to make them all somewhat happy because, you know, one guy's a freshman, he's just getting in, he's 40 pounds underweight and he's getting the hell beat out of him in practice, uh, because he's on the scout team. Most of them are not happy, but Tennessee has a culture right now where guys are happy and it's across the board. And I, well, and it, it's more, it was more business-like at Alabama might be that way at Georgia, but there's more than one way to skin a cat. Um, I, I think of. Well, I think Philip Fulmer had a good culture. I think Mac Brown had a good culture. I think there are other guys that have won recruiting and won championships with culture. And along with NIL, yes, I think that makes Josh Heupel a very strong recruiter. Well, and there's the other part of this too, which is when you talk about players talking, it's one thing for former players to talk bad about a program. I think every coach has had former players talk bad about him publicly, hasn't they? Every single one has yes. had former players. Most of the time, you can explain it away with sour grapes or being upset. I believe, was it Anthony Herrera or Anthony Sessions that just lit into Philip Fulmer um, one time? It was like an 08, like years after he had left, and he talked about how... I don't, uh, I don't remember that. Oh, yeah. It I, was... It was I, would one of, think, I would think Sessions on the defensive side, because they they really loved John Chavis and didn't have as much interaction with Philip Fulmer. I, I, but I don't know. Um, well, somebody... Herrera being an offensive lineman... I know he wasn't really happy with his amount of playing time at the time. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, so there was a former player, but there have been former players that are trash programs where it set out with Butch Jones is it was four. You can usually explain it by like their sour grapes are upset they didn't get here. They are upset they didn't get this. They didn't get to play, and that's what they're mad about. You didn't get that with Butch Jones. You got former stars coming out trashing him. I mean, you have Alvin Kamara, who I'm not saying is the highest character guy. Don't get me wrong, but you do have Alvin Kamara lamenting how he was misused by Butch Jones when he was there and when, when stuff like that happens, you're right. Then it starts to be a red flag. You haven't seen any of that with Josh Heupel. I mean, you won't even see Jeremy Banks come out and trash Josh Heupel right now because I mean, you know, and you would think the sour grapes, Jeremy Banks would do that. You haven't seen any of that. And I think that has a lot to do with, I think players are starting to respect Heupel. I think with former, I don't think former players were trashing former. I think, I think former coaches and former 
scouts and former people like that started to fall out of favor with Fulmer that hurt him with recruits. Because I think what the story you told me stands out. The story that Fulmer sandbagged Jason Witten when he was trying to get his, his NFL draft stock, I think that wrecked him in recruiting long-term. Uh, I think it hurt him across the board within his own team as as well hello it is ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day couldn't we just to make up for things like sitting in traffic doing the dishes counting your steps you know all the mundane stuff that is why i'm such a big fan of chumba casino chumba casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.